All right, so I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to give me an honest response, okay? How many of you think this is a good idea? Let's let children pick their own names and their own gender between the age of 5 and 12. How many people said yes? And yet, Colorado House advances bill mandating schools use transgender students' preferred names. Calling a transgender student by their birth name could be deemed discriminatory. If a new Colorado bill is passed, this comes from Fox News. The Colorado state legislator advanced a bill on Friday aimed at mandating K-12 statewide to implement policies requiring educators to address transgender students by their preferred name in all school settings, including in records and documents, independent of parental approval or a formal legal name change. The bill will need one more round of voting before advancing to the Senate floor. It's known as House Bill 1039, a bill largely backed by the progressive group Colorado Youth Advisory Council, would also impact charter schools and mandates that educators use student legal names in all school-related function, ex- including extracurricular activities, rosters, attendance lists, yearbooks, and student ID cards. So, in its proposal to lawmakers, the Youth Council says many, quote, school administrative systems cause humiliation for transgender Colorado youth when schools use the students' dead names. That's a term I'm not familiar with. I should be. Dead names. Birth names that do not align with their gender identities. Now, look. And then they have a picture of kids that look to be about 10 years old holding protect trans kids. Uh, Look, do I need to make this? uh, Do you not see the potential for lawsuits? How about case president? Let's say this goes through, which I can't imagine it it would, but uh, why wouldn't it? There are enough people now who actually would probably side with this bill and say that it's being compassionate. And I end up sounding like, homophobe or transphobe because I don't agree, but I'm just thinking, how, how does this help society to give children the opportunity to change their gender or change their name? It would cause confusion. It would create a waste of resources and time instead of teaching kids the, the tools and skills they need so that they can be productive members of society. All it does is affirm that they can continue their childlike fantasies without restriction. And to the extent that other people now have to control how they address them. If you say, I'm not, we've seen cases where people have been taken to court because they use the wrong pronoun. In England, it's considered a crime to use the wrong pronoun. You see a person, you know that they're, they look physically like a male. You talk to them as if they're a male. They tell you that they're female, and you have to agree with that. And imagine doing this. I can't see a, a more effective way of screwing up children. And what angers me is not so much that, the, that there are people, adults, who believe in this. What angers me is that there aren't enough people who don't believe in it to make sure this thing never sees the light of day. That's the concern. Is that people are going to cower and they're going to bow and they're going to be afraid to speak out. But this really changes the relationship between the, the, 
the state and its protection of the kids versus the parents. Because if the state implements this program and the parents don't comply, the parents could then have their children removed from them for child abuse. That's where this is leading to. Because if this passes, then this means that a child can call on any adult and force them to comply or affirm their gender. And if they don't do it, they can face criminal liability. Isn't that the strangest thing? How did we get to this point? This is so wrong. I have to ask Jim Harden about this. He's coming up in the next segment. He's going to talk about this. The, uh, the situation is dire. And Colorado is so sad because it's such a beautiful state. It really is. My son just went there a few weeks ago with his fiance, and they had a great time, and they always love going there and skiing and taking in nature. And I have many friends who live in Colorado. I, I've been to Colorado a, a number of times. It's a beautiful state. It's got everything that California has except for the coast. But to see that, that the people of this state, and I know that particularly in conservative areas like Colorado Springs or in Grand Junction, you have people there who see this as an usurpation of parental authority. That's what this is. It is a usurpation of parental authority. And I warned about this years ago when I was doing mornings in Tampa. And we started hearing more and more about transgender rights and, and so forth. And it really all started with bullying, you know, this whole movement towards bullying around 2010. There was a mother, I think it might have been from my own county, who took on the state because they didn't prevent a bully from causing her child to commit suicide. And so she won that case. And I think that sort of set the stage for this anti-bullying measure. And mostly kids get bullied because they're sissies or because they're weak or because they're a different color or a different so social economic order, which is common. You always have rich kids sometimes that will gang up. It's usually a majority in the minority, whatever that minority is. That's where the bullying comes from. But sometimes you can argue that bullying makes kids more resilient. It teaches them the, the tough lessons of, of having to protect themselves and to stand up for themselves. I know my son, my youngest son, he, he would protect people that were bullied against by being their defender. And, and so that the bullying environment gave him an opportunity to, to help people, to protect them, a sense of protection. Now we're in the situation where if a child says, I'm a boy, and you don't acquiesce to that, then you are the problem. And that to me is, it's like letting the inmates run the insane asylum, isn't it? That's really what it is. It's allowing by law. And remember, if you watch the mechanisms here, what's happening is that the state government is trying to find a legal way to assert its authority over parents because members of the state government see this as a power grab. By creating a group and protecting them means that you can come up with all kinds of laws. And they did this in Colorado with the cake and the gay birthday cake, saying that if you go into a store, you have the right to demand somebody else 
does labor on your behalf, even if it's against their beliefs. And fortunately for the baker, he was vindicated because it was considered an artistic expression and you can't force people to express themselves artistically if they don't choose to. And in this case, it's going to be every parent, every administrator, every janitor, every other student who's going to abide by this notion that you have to affirm another person's reality, even if you know that reality is not true. And that sends a very dangerous president, I'm afraid. Ladies and gentlemen, we just can't go that route. We can't go down that road. We will have anarchy, social anarchy. Anarchy. 